This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Good morning. This is Chris Witt's great joy to share morning devotions with you. I'm fairly sure most people have heard of Sir Bob Geldof, the Irish-born singer who has made quite an impact around the world, not just for his songs, but for raising millions of dollars for poverty-stricken countries like Africa and his Live Aid concerts. Now, he has had quite an influence worldwide. Many people respect him. The Queen actually gave him a knighthood back in 1986 and was awarded the Freedom of the City of Dublin. He was also awarded a Man of Peace Award, but his personal life, it's had its share of loss and sadness. Both his ex-wife and daughter died, and his friend, actor Neil McCormick, said this about him. Bob Geldof has endured a lot of personal tragedy in his life. Yes, he has. He's not the, f- the only person to experience tragedy, but his life is probably more open to security than you or I as a public person. People are fascinated by his life. But Geldof saw suffering and sadness really close up in Africa as part of his humanitarian work. But uh, looking about at his history, his mother's death was especially difficult. His mother died when he was seven. And this is what he wrote. When you're a kid, it just happens. You get on with life. I don't remember grief for my mum or bewilderment, but it was an overwhelming mass of loss and pain. In... uh, Back in 1994, uh, a CBS radio host, Peter Grogowski, spoke at a funeral service. Uh, A colleague of the BBC uh, died. Her name was Barbara Frum. And he said, we return now to a real but diminished world. And that's the word I think that I want to mention, diminished. Death creates this diminished world. Perhaps Bob Geldof's response to grief was this passion that he had to eradicate poverty. And I don't know whether that's real, but it's a possibility. So talking about grief, it's a painful thing. Many of us know about it. There are other forms of grief, a broken marriage. That can cause really deep felt grief. Being fired from your work, you're through, clean out your desk. That's a a grief-stricken experience. So it comes in many different forms. And of course, when we think of death, it's a subject we don't like talking about, but there's reality. And so the counsellors tell us that there's three stages In this grieving process, the crisis stage, we go into shock, we might cry, we might scream. We're enraged by the fact that someone we love has died. Then there's the crucible stage where we start to deal with the tragedy of death. And then there's the rebuilding or, if you like, the the construction stage where we start to perhaps get a new job, sell the house. And so not in the sense of getting over it. So there's good grief and there's bad grief. I mean, grief is like the steam in the kettle. It has to have an outlet. And sometimes we can blame God for the death of someone close to us, a family member. And some of us get stuck on this question, why did God permit that to happen? We can't sort of get beyond that. We blame God. That grief drives a wedge between us and God. We say he doesn't care. Why has it had to be me? Remember that life's not fair, but God is good. That's what I think would be helpful to try and remember this morning. Robert Schuller actually wrote a book a book by that same title. Life is not fair, but God is good. When um, the Protestant reformer, the great man Martin Luther's son, died, his wife Katie shouted at him, Where was God when our son died? And Martin Luther replied, The same place he was when his son died. He was there watching and weeping. We can't forget the pain. Grief is a reality of life. If you haven't experienced, you will one day. But Jesus is there with us. Jesus is at the center of our life. One commentator said that apart from trust in God, the world is a cemetery. 
Well, that's a fairly negative comment, I know, but Jesus came into the world to bring hope to those who have no hope. I mean, you can trust God. What's happened in your life this morning that may have caused a a burden? Have you struggled with grief? Why not talk to God or somebody else as well to try and find an answer? When answers are not enough, there is Jesus. He is more than just an answer to our prayers, and your hearts will find a safe and peaceful refuge When answers are not enough, he is there. Thank you, Lord, for that hymn. Thank you for the words that in times of grief, your presence is real. Amen. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.